that still leaves most of the city, Mary Penn grumbled. Mary Penn was not fond of London. In his view, the workings of so-called civilised society were infinitely more barbaric than anything that could be found in nature. Given a choice between spending an hour in a pen of wild boars or a drawing-room of elegant company, he would have chosen the boars without hesitation. "'We should probably start with taverns,' Amelia continued. Mary Penn gave her a dark glance. "'Do you know how many taverns there are in London?' "'No, but I'm certain I will by the time the night is out.' "'We're not going to start with taverns. We'll go where Leo is likely to find the most trouble.' And that would be? Jenner's. Jenner's was an infamous gaming club, where gentlemen went to behave in ungentlemanly ways. Originally founded by an ex-boxer named Ivo Jenner, the club had changed hands upon his death, and was now owned by his son-in-law, Lord St. Vincent. The less-than-sterling reputation of St. Vincent had only enhanced the club's allure. It was said that a membership at Jenner's cost a fortune— Naturally, Leo had insisted on joining immediately upon inheriting his title two months ago. "'If you intend to drink yourself to death,' Amelia had told Leo calmly, "'I wish you would do it at a more affordable place.' "'But I'm a Viscount now,' Leo had replied nonchalantly. "'I have to do it with style, or what will people say?' "'That you were a wastrel and a fool, and the title might just as well have gone to a monkey.' That had elicited a grin from her handsome brother. I'm sure that comparison is quite unfair to the monkey. Turning cold with increasing worry, Amelia pressed her gloved fingers to the aching surface of her forehead. This wasn't the first time Leo had ever disappeared, but it was definitely the longest. I've never been inside a gaming club before, she said, without looking at Mary Penn. It will be a novel experience. They won't let you inside. You're a lady and even if they did allow it, I wouldn't. Lowering her hand, Amelia glanced at him in surprise. It was rare that Meripen forbade her to do anything. In fact, this may have been the first time. She found it annoying. Considering her brother's life might be at stake, she was hardly going to quibble over social niceties. Besides, she was curious to see what was inside the privileged masculine retreat— As long as she was doomed to remain a spinster, she might as well enjoy the small freedoms that came with it. "'Neither will they let you inside,' she pointed out. "'You're a Roma.' "'As it happens, the manager of the club is also a Roma.' That was unusual. Extraordinary, even. Gypsies were known as thieves and tricksters. For one of the Rome to be entrusted with the accounting of cash and credit— not to mention arbitrating controversies at the gaming tables, was nothing short of amazing. "'He must be a rather remarkable individual to have assumed such a position,' Amelia said. "'I will allow you to accompany me inside, Jenners. It's possible your presence will induce him to be more forthcoming.' "'Thank you.' Mary Penn's voice was so dry one could have struck a match off it. Amelia remained strategically silent as he drove the covered broom through the highest concentration of attractions, shops, and theatres in the city. The poorly sprung carriage bounced with abandon along the wide thoroughfares, passing handsome squares lined with handsome houses and tidily fenced greens and Georgian-fronted buildings. As the streets became more lavish, the brick walls gave way to stucco, 
which soon gave way to stone. The West End scenery was unfamiliar to Amelia. Despite the proximity of their village, the Hathaways didn't often venture into town, certainly not to this area. Even now, with their recent inheritance, there was little they could afford here. Glancing at Merripen, Amelia wondered why he seemed to know exactly where they were going, when he was no more acquainted with town than she. But Mary Penn had always had an instinct for finding his way anywhere. They turned onto King Street, which was ablaze with light shed from gas lamps. It was noisy and busy, congested with vehicles and groups of pedestrians setting out for the evening's entertainment. The sky turned dull red as the remaining light percolated through the haze of coal smoke that lay over the city. The crowns of lofty buildings broke the horizon, a row of dark shapes that protruded like a witch's teeth.